Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Daf Shavua as we study Daf Memches. I want to thank Rabbi Israeli for the shir last week. I also want to answer a question that someone asked me that really covers uh, last week's Daf and this week's Daf. We'll spend a little bit of time on it. You know, when you look through the Gemara, these uh, two Gemaras are very, we'd say, unromantic, except for the Simcha element that we're going to come to. <clears throat> It sounds like everything is an exchange, you know, a transaction. You get uh, Masiyada, he get because she's he's providing uh, Mizonos. You get the Nadunya, he's providing redemption from captivity because of something that she brings in. Even though there's a mitzvah, obviously, someone asked me about uh, to redeem a captive. But, you know, my response to that is without our Gemara, you wouldn't say that mitzvah specifically applies to the husband. So we have to appreciate that this is the technical aspect. It's not the summary of everything that we say about a wedding and we say about marriage, which we'll discuss in the second part of the shir, most of the shir, relating to simcha. Maybe it's even on the level or equal, maybe even more than simcha yom tov. And we have, uh, the Gemara tells us in Mesechus Ketanos, the, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but the Gemara talks about how the basic mitzvos of Ben Adam Achavero obviously apply to a spouse, specifically Vyahtirecha Kamocha. The Gemara says if you end up marrying the wrong person, you're going to violate, you know, built into your house so many violations when the relationship becomes uh, contentious, including Lo Sikon Velocitor. So, you know, the Ksuba is not the most romantic document. Um, people sometimes don't want to sign a prenup, you know, the halachic prenup, they say it's not romantic. So th- that's not going to be a good enough reason. Now, I did explain uh, last year that there was a certain point where people, again, it's not a halacha, but sociologically, where people didn't hang up the exuvos. I think it's more of a, a recent thing. Now I'm married over 30 years. People were doing it then. But I always thought, you know, my opinion was it's not so romantic. Stick it in the drawer as long as the, the wife knows where it is. But there are certain advantages of having exuba hung up. I'm not saying you have to. Number one, you know where it is. And we discussed a number of times, actually, Masechus as well as Masechus Yivamas. You know, if you lose Aksuba, you could end up being uh, in a dangerous situation. But I think even from a Hashkafic perspective, it's good to be reminded where what the obligations are. You know, that this is not just a uh, love fest, which it is, but it's also uh, their obligations. That's a statement. It's a contract that you're putting up for everyone to see, especially for you and your family to see. Now, very often, in the olden days, there were uh, ksuvos that, even Orthodox ksuvos, that had some English attached to it. I don't think it's a real problem, but they usually ended up uh, not really translating it. They put in something else because I think they didn't want it to be so romantic. So anyway, this is uh, some of the, it's a general answer to the specific questions because I see why going through this stuff one could get under the impression that uh, the husband has to be nice because that's a transaction. 
It's obviously not the uh, case. I want to spend the rest of the year discussing a uh, Tosfos, at least a conversation that's going to come from a Tosfos as we're in Elul getting close to Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara raises the possibility that the father is going to take away, he's going to make it that the woman's not going to be able to work on the day of her chuppah, which is going to have an impact on the masayadeha, which then may have an impact on the contractual negotiation, which means the getting the mizonos, for her getting the mizonos. So the Gemara says, no, we're talking about a case, the masar v'yomtov. Let's assume it's the nesuin, that uh, the nesuin is taking place, the chuppah is taking place on Shabbos Yomtov. Now, I'm not going to deal so much with Shabbos case, because it's a little bit less relevant to what I want to discuss. It is obvious from uh, Jewish history that there were weddings that took place on Shabbos. In Europe, it's actually common on, um, on Friday. On fr- the weddings took place on Friday, going into Shabbos. This was common in Europe. It happens sometimes in Eretz Yisrael today. In Eretz Yisrael, it's more, they do the whole wedding on a Friday, which could raise some questions, you know, eating too close to Shabbos, but we're not getting into that. But what happened in Europe, and we do have documents about this, it was just a question of uh, saving money, you know, to pay for a Shabbos meal and to pay for a Yom Tov meal, to pay for a Shabbos meal and to pay for a wedding meal was a big deal. Today, it's pretty incredible because we have uh, Shabbos Shabbat Bracha, Shabbos Afra, Shabbos meals, so many nights of Shabbat Brachas, and, um, you know, Baruch Hashem. But, you know, it's not easy for everyone. But the question of Yom Tov is what's addressed over here. And I'm going to use this to pivot to the whole issue of whether uh, during the Yom Narayim, specifically on Rosh Hashanah, there is a mitzvah of Simcha. It's also a question that's relevant to Elul as far as our whole mindset. Are we supposed to be walking around with trepidation, which is okay to a certain extent, but not if it intimidates us or brings us down from doing tshuva, or should there be a sense of uh, Baruch Hashem? We have the opportunity to do tshuva again. So I want to go through Tosfos, because Tosfos is bothered by this question. The question that he's bothered by comes from the Gemara Moikata. We have a general rule. I'll read the Tosfos to you. That's what the Gemara says. You're not supposed to have weddings going on during Yom Tov, because then you're having simcha with your wife. Here he's discussing simcha. Now this principle needs more analysis, but let's just take it on its uh, face value. There's a requisite simcha that's necessary in the simcha that you bring to your wife on the night of the chuppah, on the day of the chuppah, the nesuin. There's a requisite simcha that we have to express for, for whatever Chag that we're celebrating. And we don't want either Simcha to be diminished. right? You could say, you know, the more the merrier, but that's not our attitude. So the question is, how is it possible? It's a big question whether there's Simcha on Shabbos, but let's deal with the Yom Tov piece right now. We'd have to come back to the Shabbos piece another time. So what happens? And in fact, the Gemara says, Tosfa says, this is not just a, uh, it's a drasha gemurahi. makes it sound like it's daraisa. daraisa. So Tosfa gives two answers. 
Each answer is fascinating. The first answer Tosfos says is No. What's going on is a woman's not going to work a whole era of Yom Tov, so she's already home from work. She, there's not going to be any miss from her uh, right? It's not so romantic because she's not going to be taking pictures or getting her uh, makeup done, etc. So it's a Sha'achas Lefnei Yom Tov Shehuka Yom Tov. L'inyan Malachat is a Sephis Doraisa. Ubatila Ba'usa Shaman Amalacha. Ubatila Ba'usa Shaman Amalacha. Just like we have Tosefa Shabbos, there's an idea of Tosefa's Yom Tov. The big Chiddush over here is not just as Tosefa spells out that Tosefa's Yom Tov is Isser Malacha. That's true. That's one of the reasons why you would add to Yom Tov. Uh, you're not going to be able to do Malacha. But what's interesting is that during that period, according to Tosefa, there is no mitzvah of Simcha because there's not going to be a conflict. You hear? Now, Tosfos raises an interesting question. Is everything happening during Tosefes Simcha? Is it during Tosefes Yom Tov? It doesn't seem to me that you're going to use a principle that we use at times, is that once you start, the, the like sometimes with brachos, once you start, then even if you continue, you're allowed to... Uh, have the bracha fulfill what's happening in front of you. Or there are other areas as well. But here, it's still going to be simcha. So we have to be assuming that the entire wedding, or at least the entire nesuin, with the su'uda, is taking place within Tosefes Yom Tov. Okay. Then Tosefes gives a second possibility. And this is um, based on a Gemara Nyavamas. You may remember it. It was a long time ago. He says that you could have a Nesuin without a Suda. Maybe that's what's going on. You're having a Nesuin, they do the chuppah, they do the Sheva Brachas, but they tell people, come back for, uh, we'll have a party after Yantif, right after Chalamoid, after the last days, if it's uh, Pesach or if it's Shavuos. And therefore, Ika Simcha, Lo Chashiva Simcha Kulihai. There is Simcha just in the Nesuin, but it's not enough of a simcha that will come into clash with Ein Marvin Simcha B'Simcha. So what you'd have to explain, which is very interesting, and we'll see this in some Rambams as well, is simcha is not one definition, one level. There could be different levels of simcha. And he says over here, that's the simcha that you have on a... She Asr Lisa B'Yom Tov The whole reason you can't have a wedding on Yom Tov is because it's a full simcha because of the meal that's associated with it. Very interesting. It's not just the fact that they're getting married. So the first opinion is going to push the wedding pre-Yom Tov. This one would even be on Yom Tov itself. Now this got me thinking, especially the second piece of Tosfos, to think a little bit about Rosh Hashanah. Is there a mitzvah of Simcha on Rosh Hashanah? Now this is a famous question. It's a very common shear that people give on Rosh Hashanah. But I think sometimes we have to be uh, medayik in some rambams and to know that another shita is alive as well, and they're going to be nafkaminas. So let's look at the rambam. The rambam in Megillah v'chanika, Perikimo halachavav, says, No halal. 
Now, why is halal being discussed in the laws of Hanukkah? That's actually uh, a very fascinating discussion. Halal almost defines Hanukkah, but that's where you'll find the Rambam's uh, Hilchos uh, Halal in Hanukkah. So he tells us days when you don't have halal. Purim, for example, you don't have halal. The Rambam gives uh, one of the reasons in the Gemara by Purim. Most people say because it's out. Uh, most people think because it was in Chutzlaretz. That's not what Rambam says. He says Lohit halal but Purim shekrias hamagilah he halal. You actually do have halal according to the Rambam. It's just that kriyas hamagilah is halal. And it's a famous Meiri who says that if you don't have a Megillah, you could end up uh, reading halal instead. Now, our relevance to Rosh Hashanah is the Rambam says the following. You're not going to have Hallel because Hallel is a pure celebration. And Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and we're focusing on Rosh Hashanah. That's pretty strong. Days of tshuva, fear, um, trembling. You notice over here? There's not Simcha Yuseira. Sounds a little bit like Tosfos, right? Tosfos says you could have different levels of Simcha. So there is a concept of Simcha if you read this Rambam. Okay, maybe I'm stretching it, but I think it's going to be pretty clear. So there is Simcha, uh, and we'll show the Nafgaminas soon as we go along. It's going to be good Nafgaminas as far as the menu, because we'll see. Now the Rambam in Hilchas Yom Tov, Perik Vav, Halacha Yudzayin. So now we're out of Hanukkah, we're into Hilchas Yom Tov. Shivas me'a Pesach, Shmaras me'a Chag, Imshar Yom Tov, Kulam Asurim Behespid of Atanas. You can't have any Hespid or Tanis. Listen to the Tanis. V'chai v'adam liyos behen sameach v'tov leiv. Hu v'anav ishtov nevei yisabacha halnivim alav. Now it didn't say anything about Rosh Hashanah. But if you medayik in the Rambam, it says Shivas Yimei Pesach, Ushmanos Yimei Chag. So he's dealing with the big days, long holidays, where you may think this is my understanding that at least you could have Hespedatanis during Cholamoid, if not on the Chag itself, Im Shar Yomim Tovim, with the rest of the Yom Tovim. What are the, with the rest of the Yom Tovim? So Shavuos, but this is Belash and Rabim. We assume that it's also Rosh Hashanah and Yom Akipurim. And then he goes on to say, V'samachta b'chagecha. Afal pisha simcha murakan hi karvan shlamim. Even though the simcha that's mentioned, V'samachta b'chagecha, is talking about a karvan shlamim, when you owe l'regel, k'mosh anam avarim b'chikos chagiga, yesh b'cha osa simcha l'smach huvanav v'nevesa kol echad v'echad k'royilo. Even without that aspect of simcha, there still is a simcha, and the simcha is not just to feed ourselves, but to feed others in our family as well. And as the Ram says in Parag Vav Halacha Yigimel, that we have to feed Aniyam also, and that would include in Rosh Hashanah. If not, it's just the Simcha of the belly. If you can't do it on the Chag, then you arrange it before the Chag. And finally, the Rambam Parag Vav Halacha Yudches, it's a very important Parag of Hilchus uh, Yom Tov, it describes what exactly we do. We make the kids very excited. The women buy clothes, or we buy clothes for the women. And the Rambam says that applies even Bisman Hazeh, and it applies even on Rosh Hashanah. Obviously, not Yom Kippur, maybe Arab Yom Kippur. And you have to make sure to take care of other people. 
It's actually, I said before, Vav Yud Gimel, it's in this halacha, Vav Yud Ches. Now, when you get to the Rambam, when you get to the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch paskins like the Rambam. However, the right Shulchan Aruch says, Ochla Mishosun Usmechim, Ve'en Misa'anin Barash Hashanah, Shuva. Interesting, not for now. Okay. But he says, Amnam lo yochlu kolsavam. You don't have as much as you'd have on another Yom Tov, but it's still a din of simcha, even without the halal, even without the kavan shlamim, and even with the fear. Now, not all Rishonim agree. The Magan Avram brings down for the Hagos Maimonides, as well as from the Marshal, who says the Bach brings down the Marshal, La'ochal Dagin Hashanah. Right? Fish was very special. He loved fish, so then you have no fish. Now, again, I could argue that this doesn't mean there's no simcha. It just means with a bonus, you, you need to have your meat and wine, but something extra you don't bring down. Now, the Ramad does mention that there were those that had the practice to fast, which would go along with the other side. And uh, you find this discussion in uh, Shulchan Arach, 597, in Arachayim. Okay, first sif. I want to read you Mishnah Bura. We'll end with this. Very important, beautiful Mishnah Bura. Amazing. We've gone from Ksuvis to Hilchas Rosh Hashanah. But I think that important Tosvos, especially the second piece of Tosvos, that you could have different levels of Simcha. And to understand with Rosh Hashanah approaching, it's Simcha, but it is Simcha integrated with Pachat, Yira. They're not uh, in contradiction to each other. The Torah, now let's just go to the Mishnah for the sake of time. The Mishnah says, this is in Simon Tuf Kuf Tzadi Zayin, 597, Sifkatan Aleph. Listen to this. Even though it's Yom Adin, it's a day of judgment. Just like the Rambam said. Now he brings a proof. The Rambam doesn't say this here. That the shofar should be blown on a day of covering that's a chag. What does that mean? Because we know the the Chazal tell us Ezehu Chag Shalavana Mischaseba Habeyom Ezeh Rosh Hashanah, because every other Chag is in the middle of the month, or or towards the middle of the month when it comes to Shuas, you already can see part of the moon or the whole moon. You're not going to see any moon on Rosh Hashanah, but still it's a Chag. And in Vinemar Benchemia Periches, this is Nechemia even before. This is Nechemia Periches which is uh, the beginning of Bayashani, Achlu Mashmanim Ushasu Mamtikim. It could be this was even before there were Karbanos that were available, again in the second base of Migdash. <coughs> we should feed sweets to each other on Rosh Hashanah. This was the context of uh, what Nechemi is saying, Ki Kadosh Hayom Ladeneno V'yaltei Atzvu Ki Chedvas Hashem Hima Oschem. Don't be sad. So being fearful being having trepidation doesn't mean to be scared. And I'd say the yira here is not so much the yira of punishment, it should be a yira of being elevated. Have a great week of learning.